hey dum-dums welcome to the podcast we're going to talk about some nerdy news and a, a billionaire slapped a millionaire and um iron man iron man's cool um david's wearing a pizza shirt <laughs> how's that better cool welcome I, to the podcast you 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 back to you fuckers, fuckers. <laughs> You're on a stupid boat wearing a stupid hat. God, I'm slowly pushing the wife into letting me buy a boat. I want a boat. I don't know oh why I want God. a boat. You need to get a new fucking computer first. I, yeah, I know. I really do. <laughs> That's a fair point. Slow your roll there, Chachi. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. Uh, but you're a grown man. I'm not going to tell you how to spend no, your fucking money. I do. I do have to do that. This thing is, it's, it's, it's doing okay, but I got to do better. So, especially with the announcement we have coming up later in the episode, little teaser. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So before we dive into any news, um, let's, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Will, Will Smith slapping the piss out of Chris Rock for, um, comments, uh, or a joke that he made against Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, um, bad joke. It was did, a bad joke. Uh, did you watch the actual video or have you yeah. only? Okay. Yeah. I have not watched the video. Um, I, I did not go as far as to seek it out, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel like I, I, well, I was going to say, I feel like I might as well have watched the video with all the information that I've gotten, but all the yeah, information can... is like second and third hand. So um, you can pretty much glean what happened. Chris Rock made a joke. Um, Will Smith initially laughed at the joke. Then I think it set in what he said. And then he walked up on stage and smacked the piss out of Chris Rock, who, if we're being fair, took it like a champ, (laughs) stood there and took it. And Will Smith's a big dude. Chris Rock, not. And no, Chris Rock is like my height or our height. he, He took that. He took that slap. So you know, points to him for that. Honestly, I think it's going to be the best thing that happened to both of their careers. Chris Rock <laughs> ticket sales have already spiked and Will Smith. Have looks, they? Yeah. And uh, Will Smith gets to look like the chivalrous hero in that moment. So I don't, I don't it's much ado about nothing, I think. And mm-hmm. we'll all probably forget about it until the next Oscars. If they could promise that that would happen every year, their viewership would be through the fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Like Meryl Streep's going to slap bono i don't know (laughs) i i would pay to watch that like thirty dollars you know one time fee payment like old school style like wwe raw like (laughs) or like wrestle yeah like wrestlemania yeah like pay-per-view yeah like i remember one time when i was like 13 years old like begging my dad to let us buy the uh i i don't think it was wrestlemania it was something else yeah Um, i remember i remember all those yeah, but it was like 30 bucks a month and like, or not a month, sorry, 30 bucks for, oh. for that one event. And um, 
like I didn't really have a concept of money at like 12 or 13 years old, but right. <laughs> like looking back at it, I'm like, dad, you didn't have like a spare 30 fucking dollars that month to let me watch some goddamn wrestling. Like I asked for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a go-kart that didn't run didn't you I exactly what, i don't know what you're bitching about that dumb motherfucker bought me a street racing go-kart to race on uh some rocky ass uh three and a half acre land that was never mowed how the fuck <laughs> you ungrateful little shit i know i'm just a entitled millennial that's what it all boils down to i think so but i don't i think um I don't know the Chris Rock thing. Everybody's picking a camp, and this is one of those flash in the pan moments that everybody's going to forget about because you know, oh yeah, World War Three is teetering. Uh, but um, he he made a bad joke. Um, you shouldn't be able to walk on stage and slap a presenter. I don't think that's okay. But I don't. There's there's this whole argument that keeps popping up: the stupid freedom of speech argument. Mm-hmm. And that's not what that is. Freedom of speech means the government can't tell him not to make fun of Will Smith's <laughs> wife. The court of public opinion, however, is still very much open to tell <laughs> you, you that you're being an asshole. Yeah, that's that's right along the lines of like freedom from freedom of speech is is 100% different than freedom from consequences. Exactly. You yeah. know, the, the they, whole Joe, the whole Joe Rogan thing, love the guy or hate the guy. Freedom of speech doesn't apply to that. If the court of public opinion finds you to be an asshole, sometimes you, you, you're generally accepted to be an asshole sometimes and that's okay. Mm. But I mean, this, this instance is like, you shouldn't be able to walk on stage and open hand slap somebody who just made you angry. And there's, there's a million different ways that could have gone, but I don't know. He's, he's, nobody's going to suffer from this. Everybody's like, he's not going to file a lawsuit. Why? Why would you file a lawsuit? Right. They're both worth hundreds of millions of dollars. What are they going to fight it out in court? What are you, what are you going to litigate this? <laughs> okay, let's just bring, let's just do celebrity boxing again. There you go. That would be, I, I think it was be. a thing at one point in time. I, I know it was, uh, uh, what was that claymation show on MTV? The celebrity, celebrity snack. death, death match or whatever. Yeah, celebrity death match. Just bring that back dude that was that was like robot chicken before robot chicken that was a great show yeah um anyway <laughs> fuck them who cares if we have any younger audience uh members listening right now they're just like what what the fuck is mtv <laughs> yeah <laughs> they used to play music right used to uh, is the operative word um so big news for the podcast right zach we got uh, we got some new shit coming down the pike brand reckon shit so reckon we'll, so stuff that we have never done before this is uh this is like star trek um you know to uh to go where no man has gone before to brave the end i, I forget the whole like nope none the, of that was right i think i, I, I... <laughs> yeah pretty, it, pretty sure that was neil armstrong no uh to, well okay so buzz aldrin so maybe i'm pulling from different sources here buzz but, armstrong buzz <laughs> that's the guy from toy story um <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so Zach, you want to fill the listener in on what we are venturing into? Cranking, cranking up the nerd dial. Going to play some D&D-ass D&D. D&D-ass D&D. I've been lobbying for this for a while. I'm super excited. We're going to start a D&D campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon Master. Going to roll uh, some bones yeah. in, your, in your audio listening device. Mm-hmm. Uh, is dice. I, I am excited uh, because this is going to give me an opportunity to make my own homemade dice. I'm, I'm make ready. your homemade dice? How are you going to do that? Uh, you can buy molds on Amazon, like uh-huh. dice molds, and uh, I want pour, some. pour epoxy in there. Yeah, you want can me to you? make you set? I can yeah. do that. Dude, yeah. that would be a great giveaway for like Patreon, or you can sell them. You can sell them things for like a couple bucks. You're not going to make a lot of money on them, but it's neat. People make a lot of money selling homemade dice. That's uh, if so you just, cool. Yeah, if you just get on Etsy. Thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, if you get on Etsy and just search for like D and D dice, people make some cool looking shit. Um, nice. I haven't. I haven't done a ton of resin work with like using molds you know my, most of my resin slash epoxy uh experience is confined to tumbler making um but i'm excited to uh to do a little bit of dice making uh for our D playing um yeah it, but the the details of our campaign or campaigns is uh is still being hashed out but we've secured our dm for the most part we've secured our third player Mm -hmm. um that's pretty much all the information we really have as of right now uh we'd like to start it you know sooner rather than later we're thinking i don't know what do you think zach maybe sometime in april it really depends on the dm i mean so much so much rides on the DM's ability, I guess, not to put too fine a point or too much pressure because mm-hmm. I don't want this to be taken super seriously. This isn't right. This is not meant to be, well, actually the rules say this, like we're mm. going to take it easy. This is going to be a fun thing. Yeah. Everybody's super excited about it. Um, I probably have, well, I don't know. Do you have any experience with D and D because I only have taken an audio medium for D and D podcasts. Uh, I, I do not have any experience. We, Perfect. we've had, yeah, we've had one episode of the podcast on D and D and that was like episode 14. <laughs> oh, way back, way, way back. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. But I mean, it was a fun episode. Like at the time it was, uh, up until like episode 50, it was like in my top four or five episodes that we've done because we just, we had a shit ton of people on and somehow we made it work. Like we, we just had all different kinds of people from uh, with different experience levels, people that have only DM'd, people that have only played people that have done a little bit of both. And they were on kind of talking about their experiences and a little bit of the history behind the game. So it was a fun learning experience, but since I did not dive any deeper into the world of D&D after that, it was one of those use it uh, or lose it kind of situations. And I lost all that information. So I'm going to yeah. have to relearn a lot. I, uh, I I don't exaggerate when I say almost daily. I would say at least semi-daily for the last couple of years at least. I have taken in some form of a D&D podcast that I followed for a long time. I don't know if it's uncouth to mention podcasts on other podcasts. So I No, I, yeah, that that's, yeah. 
I mean, intentional or unintentional cross promotion, at least on here is fine. I don't think it's necessarily taboo. I don't know. I've heard people pull back on other podcasts. I don't know, but it, it, it's the adventure zone. And I'm sure other people who have been out there have been fans, but yeah, I, I've, li- I've listened one. to the, yeah, I've listened to the adventure zone. No kidding for a couple of years, almost mm-hmm. semi daily. Like I said, so I, I've always been a fan and I've always wanted to do it. And I've never really had an excuse until now because I do the podcast once or twice a week with you. Mm-hmm. And now that's my reason because when you have jobs and kids and every all your friends have jobs and kids, you don't really get time to sit down and play the many board games I have behind me on this shelf uh, mm-hmm. that have not been opened. So I'm, I'm really excited to have an excuse to actually dive into it. Yeah, man, me too. Uh, and it really seems like our, uh, our listeners, um, or at least our established listeners, are pretty psyched for it as well because uh, i i don't want to say we've been doing the same old same old uh for a while now but it, it is time we branch out and do something a little different and i think this is our ticket right here and i'm thinking the same thing yeah. i think uh-huh. this is gonna this is gonna send us to the moon we're gonna be selling out theaters <laughs> exactly this is, this is it man it's only a matter of time I'm buying yeah. that boat Exactly. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget I'm on a boat and it's going fast and I got a nautical theme. Push me in an Afghan. Yeah. I can do the whole song if you want. If you want to. We got like another 45 minutes to fill. So if you just want to go on a little Andy Samberg tantrum, you can. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, okay. So one other podcast related, uh, thing to go over before we dive into actual news. Well, I guess we already started diving into news with the whole Will Smith bitch slapping, uh, Chris Rock. Um, but, uh, it it won't probably won't be, well, it might be next week. I don't know. Coming up here soon in a week or so, we got another comic corner episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. we don't, we don't typically announce the following week's episode on the podcast. A lot of the times that's because we don't know. (laughs) We're very professional here. It's because we lack structure. (laughs) Yes. uh, One of these days we will find it, harness it, and learn to control it. But for now, uh, fuck it. Yeah. Fly by the seat of our pants. It's never been fun. Acquire the Uh, structure stone. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so... For those of uh, you listening that might be new to the podcast, the Comic Corner is uh, basically, uh, it's a recurring episode series where we have um, uh, our, our good friend Tristan Benz from the Nerd Stash podcast. He comes on and he basically schools us in two characters from comic books, whether it be Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, etc., for the most part, it's been Marvel, Marvel characters so far. And what we try and do is pick two relatively relevant and contemporary characters. Um, a couple months ago when we did our first one, uh, he came on and he talked about Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Um, and that was because Spider-Man uh, No Way Home had just come out. And then a lot of hype was gaining traction for doctor strange and the multiverse of madness so there you go um but the whole point of doing the comic corner is uh for people that like me and zach that are relatively new to comics and comic book reading 
and might be a little bit intimidated to dive in. So we have Tristan come on and talk about uh, just in general, the world of comic books and specifically these two characters. And like, if you have no idea where to start, he gives you specific issues or volumes or omnibus to start with. Um, And yeah, it's just a good way to kind of be like, Hey, if you want to kick off some reading, uh and read about some moon knight or read about um who's the uh, daredevil i, I think uh, are the two characters we're tackling next um i have then, no idea who this moon knight character is he is relatively new to me as well um i know oscar isaac is playing the character in yeah. the uh, the disney plus show that's about it (laughs) it looks pretty fucking cool though Uh, i'll I'll be honest with you it looks really i don't even know the premise i couldn't even glean what this character is about like if you like if you didn't know anything about spider-man and you saw like a 20 second clip you could kind of glean something (laughs) i have no clue what this is gonna be i i think that's the charm maybe okay so it's, no it's one a, knows it's, it's a mysterious it's, thing yeah no one knows it's mysterious and sexual well, apparently tristan knows uh he does um he he knows everything about everything uh yeah, when it comes to comics that. yeah somebody so. somebody's got to bring something and and boy does he um I'm, <laughs> i was very glad that i found him on ye old reddit because uh yeah, well, that's great. What's uh, what's his podcast? Um, it's the Nerd Stash podcast. The Speaking nerd, of cross, I found promotion. Nerd Stash. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna yeah. subscribe. No, I'm already subscribed. Okay, never mind. There you go. Yeah, it's probably I'm very, because, I'm uh, very familiar. <laughs> yeah, probably because of the first time that I told you to go subscribe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, all right. So let's jump into our first news story. You want to get into something happy or something sad? I'm always a proponent of bad news first. So yeah, let's, let's do the bad and then the good. We only have one bad. Um, but uh, yeah, so, uh, this is a, a, an article that popped up for me yesterday. Some, Oh, right. The TikTok. Yeah. So there's a couple, I, I don't think it's a whole slew, although I, I imagine, um, some more might follow in suit, but for right now, it's just a couple of ex moderators for TikTok um, are suing the company for uh, mm. basically emotional distress and not providing the the proper um, treatments and mental care that they promised their employees. Um, Mm. for anyone that's listening that might not know what the hell we're talking about or what a content moderator might do, it's, it's basically, it's kind of what it sounds like. Um, anything that gets flagged, um, and this is not something, um, strictly for TikTok. This is a practice among pretty much all social media, you know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, you know, everything. Um, and they have AI bots that crawl the, you know, the the, the platform uh, on a very vigorous basis, and deliver uh, potentially flagged content to these moderators, and then the moderators have to watch it to make sure that it is uh, that that it is violating the uh, the terms of service for TikTok. 
and they have seen some heinous, terrible shit, like truly fucking awful, like people getting shot in the face, little kids molested, um, you name it, like the worst shit ever you could conceive in your brain. Um, it is truly terrible. And the issue is that uh, TikTok uh, did not provide the proper mental care uh for for these employees um, jesus and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say salary what are these people paid not enough uh, no lo- shit i don't even have to know the number to yeah. know that it's not enough it's less than me and oh uh, my god yeah and uh no no that's i know how that sounded when i said that i'm so sorry <laughs> no, you were you're very fair well compensated but no but i'm I mean, just it, saying it's well, like in my mind that's like a high six-figure job it should be yes yeah, for the I mean, stuff you gotta look at you know we'll preface that by saying that there's no amount of money that will wipe your memory clean of Seriously. having to watch that terrible shit that they Seriously, have. Seriously, the gatekeepers between <clears throat> you and the algorithm. I've never put any thought into that until yeah. now. Who they has are, to look at the shit you don't get to see because it's deemed unworthy for TikTok? Yeah, they are truly some of the world's greatest unsung heroes. Um, Man. That, that we are <clears throat> the the newest unsung heroes of our generation that we need to be talking about a lot more. Um, I mean, you think about, I mean, you think about the dark corners of the internet, the 4chan, you know, mm-hmm. wormholes where people get looped into QAnon and they, sh- they storm the Capitol. But I mean, just like the mainstream stuff, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, um, TikTok, what kind of filters are in place? Like how many people are actually actively monitoring because it's gotta be a 24 seven job. Yeah. You have to have people 24 seven. Right. I wonder like how much of it is AI and how much of it is individuals reviewing what the AI finds. Like I wonder like how many people are actually on staff per platform. That's, that's an interesting yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, one that I don't know. <clears throat> but as as far as I know, I, I mean, I could be wrong. But as far as I'm aware, everything that gets flagged by the AI bots that crawl the, the platform, that all gets directly delivered to these content moderators. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and I was reading they have it's, it's like the the Amazon employees. They have like a quota that they have to meet. Like they only have like 30 seconds in order to decide if it uh, violates uh, the the terms of service or not. And they have to tag it with certain certain tags like. Um, like if it, if it does violate, like you have to give reasons why I, I think there's like up to a hundred different reasons that something could be deemed inappropriate for the platform. And well, you have to like, I mean, right know there, all, yeah. you're just, you're just going to err on the side of caution and just red flag everything that could, I mean, I would. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, the next time you laugh about you know, something on Facebook or Twitter or whatever getting flagged. And, you know, you, you see that thing that's like, this is, it may inappropriate, maybe inappropriate for viewers, you know, click the view button to see it. 
like the next time you laugh and like roll your eyes about that think about the person who actually had to put that filter on there to make sure that you know when you're scrolling in the infinite scroll you know you don't come across some heinous shit that you didn't want to see beforehand yeah i've come across some stuff that has definitely slipped through the cracks (laughs) right yeah yeah um well, let's, uh, I mean, Zach, if you don't have anything else, we can, we can move forward. I can think of some sad shit if you want. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, so I know you're not a, a huge horror person, but, um, mm-hmm. this, this was just announced today, like a couple hours before we hit record that they're doing a, it, uh, slash Pennywise prequel series on HBO which I'm, I'm pretty pumped for. Oh, fun. Um, it looks like it's supposed to take place, of course, in Derry, the, the fictional town, and uh, it's supposed to take place in like the 60s, I believe, uh, the, okay. the time frame leading up to, I think, the, the events of the first It, it movie, It Chapter One. I feel like it was a great time to be a villain or a serial killer in the 60s. Right, like, like paranormal Ed, or otherwise. Ed Gein, you know, yeah. or, or the the Leatherface character. Um, yeah, from the that was. There's no DNA evidence. His whole house was probably painted in blood, and like he could just throw some bleach around to be fine. You know, yeah, this is just it just welcomed people into his house. He's like, here, check out my new lamp that used to be our neighbor down the street. <laughs> you see that? You see that, Count? See the skin lamp? That that's your mom. <laughs> see that chair you're sitting in that used to be my uncle <laughs> comfy uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay go on so it's but, set in the 60s i can see why it's set in the 60s because it's well, so easy to set something then because you can just get away with so much right well i mean since it's a prequel it kind of makes sense to do it in the, the 50s or 60s okay so. logical <clears throat> i mean if you want to be like smart and logical about it yeah don't you dare um, bring that in here. Right. Um, I guess we really can't talk too much about it because there's really uh, like, it was just a, a rotten tomatoes Facebook post that I saw. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. There was like no link to an article to click on. It was just like two sentences. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. That's awesome. Cause oh, I cool. liked, I liked the, the first two. Um, uh, I think the director, Andy Muschietti, um, he he did an awesome job, so I'm I'm excited. I don't know if he's going to be involved in uh, in the the prequel in, in any sense, but we'll see. Cool. Well, good for you. I'm happy for you. you get your right. Thing. I'm gonna go watch Encanto for the 37th time. <laughs> Would you ever watch uh, it? Chapter one or chapter two? This I do like series um serial shows um i i would try and i'm not kidding and i've said this before i have a very active imagination Mm -hmm. and if it if i started dreaming about it i gotta stop it's why i stopped watching the walking dead i I, I would give it a shot well the the thing about the walking dead is like it's never ending madness it really is it's just a stress bomb yeah things never fucking get better for that show (laughs) <laughs> it was so good. Like it was so well made. At least in the, the like the first two seasons that I watched. But yeah, yeah. and then it was downhill. I, yeah, I would give anything a shot. But 
you can't fault me if I got to quit <laughs> because I'm not sleeping. <laughs> well, um, I mean, the, both it chapter one and chapter two have relatively happy endings. So if that okay. helps you with your decision to, to, to venture out and, and, and maybe check them out, then I might watch it in the daytime. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do, do it. Hey, no judgments passed. I have watched plenty of, horror movies in the daytime specifically because I knew that they were going to freak me the fuck out yeah, sober and in the daytime is I think <laughs> the only time and you say relatively happy but if the clown demon survives I don't see how that's possible mm-hmm. uh he doesn't survive past the uh, the second one okay well, or uh, so you're led to believe so okay we'll see okay I uh, doubt I doubt they're not going to find a way to reboot it and make some more money because it was just so wildly popular. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't even seen the original it, uh, the, the one with, uh, Tim Curry. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, people were uh, like, when I asked people, uh, that had seen it, I'm like, should, should I see this? Like, is it important to see it period? Should I see it before I go see the, this reboot or remake, whatever it is. And, um, people were very split. Some people were like, eh, it's pretty fucking silly. Didn't age. Well, you can go without seeing it. And then other people's were, other people were insistent, like, oh man, it, like it's so, such a, like a, a cultural touchstone in horror. Like you, you have to see it, you know, regardless of how kind of silly think, it is. I think for that reason alone, I mean, Tim Curry, just to right. see Tim Curry in yeah. that role, I think would be worth yeah. it. Yeah. That, that dude is, is like indistinguishable with all that makeup on. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, anyways, so, uh, let's, let's see, let's skip to, uh, well, we only got a couple more things to cover. Um, Zach, remind me, mm-hmm. did you, or did you not see, uh, the Umbrella Academy? I saw two episodes. Two episodes of, um, assuming the first season? Yep. yep. Okay. You should go back and finish it. Okay, I won't put it on the list. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that me. <laughs> but I'm being sincere. I'm being sincere. Uh, yeah, I mean, do do whatever you want. You're a grown man. You're an adult. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it, no, it no, is no, a fantastic I, I, I need, series. And I need I, something. I'll, yeah, I'll put it on. Me knowing you and what you like, I, I really think you'll like this show um, mm-hmm. because it's it's so much more than a comic book or a graphic novel adaptation like okay they so they, it, they really it was t- that first it came yeah. from a graphic novel oh, yeah you know okay. who you know who wrote it <sighs> see i'm gonna say stanley because that's the only name i know no that's that's very far off um I it's a uh, gerard way from my chemical romance oh okay yeah isn't okay. that neat, neat well that, that hits the millennial heartstring a little right. bit right right exactly you. yeah the okay. uh the graphic novels are excellent. Um, I'll probably end up rereading them right before the uh, the new season comes out. What in a are months. they under? Is it is that? I, and I'm new to comics. I'm sorry. Dark Horse. Is it? How do uh, I find? it is? It is Dark Horse actually. Okay. See. Yeah. Good guess. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, they are Dark Horse comics, and I believe. 
man, it, it's been a while since I was on Comixology, so I can't remember if they were available. But the, it's kind of like Netflix, where things come and go. Like sure. once sure. something is on there, it's it's not deemed like on there forever. Man, you um, start looking into this, you realize how deep this culture is. Yeah, it's it's nuts, but yeah. you know, it, for the most part, it's very welcoming. Um, All right, I'll I, check I love, it out. I love not, not a lot, not a lot of gatekeeping going on because I. Uh, there, you will always experience gatekeeping, no yeah. matter what fandom or geekdom you're you're looking into. But uh, that's all right. I'm, it's I'm, it's it's been I'm, my experience. The vast majority of people are accepting, and they want to educate you properly and and, and embrace you. So, so yeah. they're just gonna they're just gonna mansplain to me. Well, exactly. <laughs> that's good. I'm I'm very petty and I'm mouthy, so I I, mix, it, I mix well with those people. <laughs> is it still mansplaining if you're uh, if you're a man explaining something to another man or is it by definition you're a man explaining something to a woman great question i'm assuming that by definition it's explaining like why trees are brown yeah, I think I think mansplaining is that is that blanket term to anybody who's gonna just tell you something you can glean for yourself. <laughs> I uh, have yeah. you seen any of the memes lately that are uh, <laughs> the mansplaining memes where it's like dudes backing a girl like into a corner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like a whole paragraph. It's like, dude, you don't like the Office, bro. The dude, Office, the crypto bro. Ones. The crypto oh, yeah, the crypto ones. Oh. Yeah. You don't understand crypto? Oh my god, so let me explain it to you. Nobody understands crypto. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if you think you understand it, I don't believe you. I don't know. No, no, no. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah. I mean, we made it we made an earnest effort to learn it. Now that is just hard to get your head around. Right. Yeah, that and NFTs. Good luck. <clears throat> that being said, I bought a lot of it. So <laughs> So anyways, uh the Umbrella Academy. Uh yeah. Uh, so the the third season, I believe, is due in June or July, uh, but sometime this summer. But what I made note of to talk about today is not uh, the the upcoming season. Uh, well, it it is semi directly related to the upcoming season. Um, Elliot Page shared a picture and a tweet earlier today containing uh, what looked to be a screenshot from season three. Um, okay. And the, the, the caption or the tweet with the uh, accompanied with the photo simply read meet Victor Hargreaves. Um, so Zach, I, since you're not super familiar, um, I know you said you watched the first two episodes, but her character is Vanya Hargreaves. Um, and uh, so, so this is this papa uh no so uh the this i guess i should have specified so the screenshot is of her sitting in what looks like a bar or a restaurant um and i'm pretty sure her sister is with her um and so uh now it's th this one simple small sentence brings up a lot of questions like so her character is now victor hargreaves instead of vanya hargreaves because we all know elliot page transitions now transgender or came mm -hmm. out as transgender not too long ago a couple years ago i believe 
And mm-hmm. so there is a lot of, uh, or they, this brings up a lot of questions of like, what does this mean for the character? Like, are they going, is the character now just male? Are they, uh, did they write the, the story in a way that, uh, because there is some time travel involved in a little bit of a multiversal element, um, to it so this I'm, sounds complicated who's who's producing this like who's who's running this show um it is oh shit uh i know i just um socrates you there sorry i, no, I, genu- um, I genuinely don't i know. i should know hold on The only reason I'm asking is because I'm trying to think of like anything else that I've seen that this production has done just to try to get some barometer of how they're going to do. Right. Um, so Steve Blackman is uh, the the head showrunner for okay. it on Netflix. Oh, um, Steve Blackman. Yeah, I know Steve, but no, I have no idea <laughs> or what. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't necessarily think he's supposed to be a household name, but. Gotcha. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I mean, he's been doing the show since day one, and he's doing the third season, so uh, he's got my my full support and trust. And huh, okay, wh- whatever they end up doing with th- this character, I mean, if if they made the character male to make Elliot Page more comfortable, that's cool. If they may, if they're doing a, a neat spin on where like the there's now a multiverse element to the story. And so there's Vanya Hargreaves and Victor Hargreaves. Um, we'll see. Uh, I am very anxious and excited to hmm. see where they go. Um, well, I need to get caught up. So we're on season three now that this is all going to play out. Uh, yes. Season three will all release right. in just a couple months. So you definitely have time to, perfect. to get through it, but it's, it's a perfect show to binge. Like you can, all right, all if right. you, if you find some downtime in a weekend or, you know, a couple days in a row that you have off, you could power through a season and, okay. and like, I'd say two days. Is this uh, HBO or is this, this is Netflix. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, sorry, I just blanked for a second. So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the last thing I had on uh, in my notes was just a little bit of news for Mandalorian Season 3. Um, do, 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 do. Do, 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 um, So, certain crew members have confirmed that production is beginning to wrap uh for okay. for season three <laughs> yep that's it <laughs> good night everyone <laughs> you get someone having a cigarette behind a dumpster hey you wrap it on that yeah it's going great get away <laughs> right just some fucking R- look rap confirmed with the, okay with a flip phone or some shit me <laughs> like hey what y'all doing um <laughs> But yeah, uh, the, the sooner they can get the third oh, season yeah. out, the better. Big uh, fan. Love it. Mm. Love everything about it. Love Book of Boba Fett. It's all amazing. I'm a Star Wars fan because of it. So Yeah. Uh, this th- this whole part of Star Wars, you and I, we're just, we're eating this shit up. This, as... this new age stuff is fucking amazing. It, it's so great. Thank God Disney got their hands on it. Thank God <laughs> Disney got their hands on it. Yeah. Um, For everything that's going on with Disney right now, at least we have this. At least we have Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 
yeah, excited for more Mandalorian. I'm excited that Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back to direct, I believe, a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, the, the ones that she did in the first two seasons. And then I believe she did one, uh, the, the big Mandalorian episode of the book of Boba Fett, the one where it was only the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe it was her that directed that episode. Cool. All right. Um, she, she knows how to direct, uh, direct some shit. So okay. she, she has my, she has my support. Um, so yeah. Uh, Zach, do you want to jump into some shit that doesn't suck? Yeah. Shit that doesn't suck. some sauces <laughs> bought some new bought some sauces that that were pretty good i was some in Pla- plattsburgh new york and i bought some sauces at the airport yeah it's so fucking random i that's what i do like all the airports i go to i look for sauces <laughs> i mean so weird <laughs> this is in no way shape or form like geek nerd or pop culture related but i mean that's there's some there's some sauce nerds out there, some saucy boys, some saucy you, daddies. You know what? All right, so I I retract that because like I'd say ninety percent of my Facebook friends are huge fucking nerds, and a good percentage of those huge fucking nerds love talking about and sharing memes from the what is that? The Hot Ones. Hot oh, ones? Hot Ones! Like, yeah, that's a great show. Uh, they love sharing like memes and interviews and stuff from that show. I think I talked about this, but Michael Thomas, friend of the pod, shout out Michael Thomas. He bought me shout some, out Michael. So shout out Michael. Uh, shut the fuck up, Michael. But uh, <laughs> he bought me some. Um, he bought me some uh, sauces from Hot Ones, and they mm-hmm. were amazing. So okay. if you ever if you ever looking for like some good wing sauces, but these were uh, from Plattsburgh, New York, and I wish I would have brought them so I could tell you the company, but it doesn't matter. A maple barbecue. Mm. Yeah, really good. A little bit of kick. Uh, great okay. on my little my, my air fry wings that I like to do. And nice. then uh, a spunky sauce. A spunky sauce. It sounds dirty. Uh, it is. It um, does. It's like a, you ever had it like a yum yum sauce at like a uh, hibachi grill type place? I have not. Uh, Lindsay fucking loves it. My okay, wife, Lindsay. So it's um, kind of it's kind of akin to that. Kind okay. of like a, a mayonnaise base, a little bit more of a more creamy texture, a little more tang to it. Right. Um, but yeah. I, but I'm liking that. It, it, yum yum sauce kind of looks like uh, if you mix ketchup and mayonnaise together. A little bit. A little bit. Um, like if you, it, it kind of reminds you of if you ever if you've ever eaten that In and Out that sauce that animal sauce that they put on there. I have not been so fortunate as to dine at In and Out yet, it's, but one of these days. It's overrated. Um, but it, <laughs> you it's kind of so? like, I, I know so. I've been there a few times. It's Isn't not... it one of those places where like the food is okay, but what you really go for is like the milkshakes or whatever? I don't know about that. It's like, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like super hyped and I get why people love it. It's good, but the hype that <laughs> comes with it is, mm-hmm. and I get, it's very cultural, blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it was okay. I yeah. wouldn't go out of my way for it, but it was okay. Yeah. Five guys is, is kind of sort of along the same vein, yeah. but, but yeah. like less on the quality and more on the money. Like I, 
I could go in there and not even buy like a milkshake with my meal, just regular food and spend like 18 bucks. Yeah, you can. I, uh, I'm like, where the fuck did my money just go? <laughs> like, this yeah. is just food for me. Like I could, especially this day and age, the price on everything's so high. You can't buy, you can't buy anything, but uh, right. Um, but for some reason I remember, I feel like I remember hearing that they make, a lot of their stuff fresh like they cut their french fries fresh from potatoes oh sure yeah um yeah. i mean it's, it's all quality fr- all Quali- french fries the quality is <laughs> maybe not in the restaurant though there's no questioning the quality of a mm-hmm. five guys burger right yeah they're uh, the fact that everything like looks fresh and tastes fresh is is fantastic and you know it's a good burger when you take a bite out of it and automatically shit starts to slide out from the other yeah, side yeah <laughs> yeah all the all those good burger juices so here's yeah. one for you best quick service burger is is this a question this is a or? question i want to quiz you because I, I i i genuinely want to know i ask this of a lot of people so not maybe unsurprisingly best but best fast food or quick service burger i'm talking drive through Okay. Um, standard burger. No special deluxe, not a standard straight up neat burger. A place that neat that it, the place should have a drive through or no, like drive through. Like you're driving home from work and you're going to stop and get a burger. That's the qualifier. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, if five guys had a drive through, then yeah, doesn't I would count. Say- That's kind of a premium product. Cause you got to stop and go. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. You're going to pay a little more. I'm talking drive through quick service burger. Um, you know what? I, I actually really like Burger King. BK lounge. Okay. Yeah, The BK lounge. You're Taking the BK. girls out to the BK lounge. <laughs> okay. You're going BK. All right. Or, are we going to get in? Not without coops, baby. Not without no. coops. <laughs> Everybody turned on Dane cook for no reason. But, um, yeah, fuck them. I love <laughs> Dane Cook, and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> not afraid to admit it. No, I, I probably wouldn't like his comedy in my 30s, but as a younger man, I loved it. But um, I've always been a big pro- proponent of uh, Steak and Shake. Yes, Steak and Shake is also excellent. Yeah. They they cook yeah. their shit. Fre- I mean, I don't know if their shit is actually like frozen beforehand and then thawed out, but it doesn't yeah, matter. I don't know about that. I know the drive through takes forever, so it's almost not even a qualifier. If I had to pick a second, Wendy's all day. That burger is just good. Even that little cheap one you get off the little dollar menu or the Sh- value menu. Sure. Yeah, love when- that. Wendy's ain't bad. I I like Sonic. Um, oh, Sonic burgers. Whataburger is one that I have only been to twice. Diarrhea. And I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Both times. Both times I had Whataburger. <laughs> so your system does not agree with, uh, with no, Whataburger. And I, leak, I eat like a raccoon. <laughs> and Whataburger just did not sit well. I don't know what it is. That is saying something. I it, spent it, time. I spent time in Texas, and that was everywhere. And sometimes that's all you could get. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it must be something that they cook with. Maybe, know, maybe, maybe. some kind of oil or. Did something. you like it? Like when you had it? Yeah, I. So, like I said, I've only had it twice. Um, I had it once several years ago when me and the wife and her, uh, her family were vacationing in Florida, and you know it's big in Florida, so. Um, right? Is isn't it big? In, like I've not seen it. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because I don't know because I haven't seen it around I here. I think it it, it might have been 
the the specific part of Florida that okay we were where in. they where they were like branching out, but it's a Texas thing, uh, right? Yeah, that's that's what I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, and then they're starting to get big in Middle Tennessee. Like they just opened okay. up their first one. Um, I can see in, that in Same Lebanon this past year, and then they opened up another one in Hermitage. There's going to be one in Murfreesboro. Okay. Just uh, okay. just down the road from me, and um, there I can you go. already imagine the line being miles long. Oh God! Yeah, especially in the South. Especially in the South, you open we a love, new restaurant. Yeah. Ooh, man, they will storm it for two months, and Do, then it'll then it'll kind of peter off. You remember the Olive Garden? Opening. I uh, I have nightmares about the Olive Garden. Yeah. We, <laughs> I opened the restaurant. You, I think you were there. For, I, no, I, I came in later. I came yeah, in later. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, you know, our mutual friend Andrew, he can testify to this as well. We, uh, if we weren't walking out the door with a hundred bucks every night, we were pissed for like the first six months. Yeah. Because like two hour waits on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's Italian, baby. That's Italian. Taking my sweetie, taking her, taking her for our anniversary. Yeah. So that's enough about burgers um, and food. Uh, Let's talk about some like media that we have consumed. You're my friend and I love you, but I would bury a knife to the hilt in your gut right now for a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I want one. Uh, A cheeseburger does sound uh, delicious. Delicioso. Uh, all right. So what do we got here? Um, last night I just randomly out of mm. nowhere started watching Seinfeld again. <laughs> okay. Love this. Yeah. So I am no stranger to Seinfeld. Um, I grew up on this show. It was sure. my fa- my parents' favorite show. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, since it was, it's been in syndication since like the 1700s. Um, <laughs> uh you know um it's it was on all the time uh reruns you know on tbs and whatnot and my parents always let me watch it because i was so fucking dumb and didn't get any of like the adult jokes i mean no no kid does right you know i'm probably not giving myself enough credit but regardless um but i have never seen the show from start to finish like uh like continuously all the way through um from beginning to end and i was like you know what screw it and holy shit this show is fucking hilarious like the yeah Yeah. the the pilot episode is genius like the interaction between george and jerry it's like it's so classic and timeless (laughs) like the things that they're arguing about and talking about like they're so funny because they're relevant always. Um, Pretty great writing. I mean, it, have you watched uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? I have watched that as well. I I haven't watched it um, as much as I'd like yeah. or as I should, but very very good too. Also worth your time. No, right. don't get me wrong. If you're going on the if you're going on the Seinfeld wormhole, mm-hmm. totally amazing. Yeah. Um. So th- there was that. Uh, I watched. Um, you know, the two movies that we'll be covering next week for our uh, Marvelous mm. Adventure, the next two movies. Watching there. them tomorrow. Yeah, which is uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Love one. Guardians. It's fantastic. Um, 
I watched Pam and Tommy on Hulu, which uh, is uh, pretty. It, you can get it from the title. It's about Pamela Anderson and Tommy. Oh, Lee. I saw that. How was that? Uh, it was amazing. So good. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I, I keep on forgetting the actress name that plays uh, Pam uh, Pamela, but she <laughs> fucking crushed it. And then Sebastian Stan, who we'll see uh, next week in um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, he's in that. Oh, same guy. Okay. Um, he now plays uh, Tommy Lee, um, and they both did such an amazing job playing those people but uh, the the um show is about um the era of the sex tape and it coming to and i didn't really like that i think i was a little young when this news story broke so it didn't really catch my interest what year was that um it was 95 96 yeah I say. so I don't, I don't think kindergartners are going to pay a lot of attention to no. a celebrity <clears throat> sex tape no so you know by the time i was old enough to like understand what it was uh it was like i didn't i wasn't familiar like i didn't grow up with pamela anderson and and tommy lee like i didn't know the music of um motley crew i didn't watch baywatch so i was just like (laughs) i i don't okay it's just another celebrity sex tape so i didn't know that that tape was something that they made and just put in a safe and it was stolen from them like they were burglarized and someone stole it from them and i I, I didn't know that yeah i had no idea um very very interesting yeah and that's actually where um he's almost unrecognizable uh seth rogan is in it and he 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 plays the uh the the um the carpenter that is uh it the show kind of jesus opens yes jesus he's basically jesus um he plays the carpenter that's helping renovate part of their house um and he steals it. He does. Um, one thing leads to another. He he gets fired unjustly, and uh, yeah, at, in retaliation, he steals the safe. But he doesn't know what's in there. Like he knows that like some guns are in there. Oh, he does not realize the the crown jewel that will um, put him in a on a fast track to the craziest shit he's ever experienced. Uh, um, oh, okay but uh yeah and then sorry i'm taking up so much time i apologize no 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 no. keep going um the last thing is uh a very uh crazy documentary it's just a two episode documentary i watched uh last week called i love you now die uh the commonwealth versus michelle carter um this is actually going to be made into a uh, either a movie or a series. Also I have on no Hulu. idea what this is. What is this? So this came out in the mid aughts, the like 2014, 2015, I want to say. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And to summarize, this is a girl who convinced her boyfriend via text message to kill himself. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I know about this. This is crazy. It is fucking insanity, dude. Like I was pulled 17 different ways, but loose while watching this going back and forth between like feeling like she is guilty and she is not guilty because on, on the surface, 
any rational person, or I said, I should say, quote unquote, rational person would say like that bitch is guilty. Like, you know, she, you know, convinced her boyfriend (laughs) to kill herself, but, but like the art, some of the arguments that they make, it's, it's like, okay. It it really makes you think twice. Like the, the situation is this, like the judge really had to like, weigh all the circumstances and each element of the case heavily because there was like literally no laws that stated one way or the other. So this is, this is some real case law establishing shit where they're exactly. Yeah. This this is going to set precedence. Okay. Exactly. This, this like they're already starting to restructure and build new laws because of, of this case and other cases that have been similar because cyber bullying is a relatively new thing. Sure. And there is, um, you know, the, the argument on the, the Commonwealth's side, um, or the, the people suing against, her that want wanted her to go to prison um they they were arguing that no matter uh, how young she was like i mean mm-hmm. she was she was like 17 like late high school age uh no matter what she was suffering from like i think they claimed that she was suffering from like depression and anxiety and other men- mental illness mm-hmm. and was like on and off her meds which mm-hmm anyone knows who's ever been on and off their meds is not good. Right. They were using all those as arguments as to why, um, she could possibly not be found guilty, but Mm. at the same time, like you could argue that despite being on medication, you should still know that Mm. you don't text someone that they should kill themselves. Um, and there was also like arguments that she wanted to, like she was trying to make all these friends and become like really popular, but no one was accepting her into their circle. And so she did this. So people would have pity for her. like the, there was that argument. So it's just, yeah, it's a, it's okay. a crazy fucking story. Um, Sounds like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it really is. Dude. Like I had to take a beat after finishing it. I was like, yeah. I don't know how to feel in my own body right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, That's but anyways, sorry, I droned on for way too long. Uh, I, I apologize. Um, do you have anything except sauce <laughs> that, that you're, I don't think you I checked do. out? Hang on, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Anything but the sauce. Everything but the sauce. Nope. I bought another golf cart. That's about it. <laughs> Your shit that doesn't suck is a golf cart. I I now have two golf carts. Why do you have two golf carts? I don't know. This is such a... <laughs> like, you've explained this to me and how, like, out of context, it might seem silly, but for Floridians, it's pretty common to have a golf cart. I don't know why <laughs> how much work- is a golf cart uh, uh you know i'm not gonna add it, but i was working <laughs> like with a guy five thousand three thousand nine six thousand i was working nine. with a guy and he um he had one 
and he was looking to get rid of it because he doesn't use it enough. And I said, well, what is it? And he said, a club car precedent. And that's exactly what I have. What year? 2016. Well, that's exactly what I have. And he said, you want to buy it? And I said, "Eh." (laughs) two two golf carts, you know, (laughs) So now you and your wife can go racing down the street. <laughs> we have his and hers golf uh, carts, I guess. Uh, ain't that a sight? Like well, it, it works out nicely, and I know this is a it's it's a reach, but you know my living situation is such that we're in a duplex. We're on uh-huh. one side, my parents are on the other. We own the whole thing, but my parents live right next door. Right, so right. now, if they want to go out with us on the golf cart to go get dinner or drinks or whatever mm-hmm. they can. Or if people come and visit, they get their own cart. So we don't have to all pile onto one, like a train in India. You know, you've seen that. But sure. Hanging off the side of it, trying to just get to where you're going. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're going to run two for a while and see how it goes. And I might end up selling one. I don't know, okay. but so far two is nice. It's- dude, yeah, dude, you know, I, I, I may poke fun, but, it's basically out of jealousy. Like it sounds pretty fucking baller to own a golf cart and like for, for a place to live that has a climate that is pretty temperate, like all year long. Um, I, I can imagine the, the the pros of having a golf cart just, and, and being able to drive that sucker like everywhere, like to restaurants, to the beach, to to go I shopping. Can't, you can't, you're you're pretty confined, at least in this town, to like your your perimeter, you know. But yeah, you mm, can get uh-huh. pretty much anywhere you would want to go. I can't go like to the beach. That would be pretty sick. But no. Okay. Well, my bad. I'm speaking yeah. out of turn. No, but I mean, I do live near the beach, but that would be quite. I think you'd have to recharge when you get there. Oh. Uh. Yeah, just pull up to one of those uh, Tesla um, stations. <laughs> You're like, this is where I can charge my golf cart, right? <laughs> eh, eh, out of the way, nerds. <laughs> Gotta charge my golf cart. Oh, uh, shit. Um, all right, well, is that it for you then? I guess so. I don't know. I don't have any more sauce or any you bullshit. You got sauce and, yeah. sauce and a golf cart. Yeah, air fryer, f- air fryer food and electric vehicles. That's, uh, that's, Amen. <laughs> that's what I'm into. That's what dads are all about. <laughs> now you just need some like shin high uh, white socks and some bleach white New Balance shoes. That's what I'm, I'm into. Crocs, man. I'm a Crocs dude. Crocs, love, all right. Love Crocs. They're they're pretty comfortable. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't oh, yeah. ever owned a pair, uh, but Recommend. I totally I understand the merit. So those those are Birkenstocks. Nice. They're not just for lesbians. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Birkenstocks and out and uh, I was about to say Outback. Um, what's the, Subarus. the fuck? Subaru. Thank you. Subarus, Subaru yeah. Outback. Subarus and Birkenstocks. They're not just for lesbians. No, I love Anyone Birkenstocks too. Them. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. Make sure you check us out on all social medias. Uh, subscribe to the uh, to the podcast on your favorite streaming or podcast app. Um, leave us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Uh, make sure you check out our Etsy store. Uh, all the links for everything that I've talked about will be in the description below. Um, and be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye-bye. Thank you.